Hello everybody, good evening and welcome to Cash Cow. So today I thought of trying something a little bit different, something a bit more fun and something that has to do with video games. Now don't worry, this is still a Cash Cow episode so there'll be some finance talk, business talk and other value added stuff here. But we're trying something a little bit different so I hope you can bear with me on this one. So I was mentioning video games and one of the games that took 2020 by storm was the free-to-play action RPG developed and published by MiHoYo called Genshin Impact. Now this game really took the world by storm. In its first week, it got over like 20 million downloads, 23 million downloads, somewhere around there. And that's huge. So today, millions of people are playing this game. And I myself am one of them. I usually play this game on the weekends whenever my schedule allows. And let me tell you folks, as a gamer since childhood, I can tell you that this game is awesome. It has it all. It has sword fighting, it has elemental abilities, mages, dragons, villains, uh, gorgeous terrains. The graphics are great. It has tough bosses, awesome weapons, resource farming. It even has a multiplayer mode so you can play with your friends. And best of all, you can play it on the PC, PS4, Android and iOS. Now, if you've seen some videos of the game or you've tried it out or you've or you played yourself, you'll know how awesome it is. Genshin Impact takes, world, takes place in the fantasy world of Tavat where, like the real world, there are elements of business, commerce and finance at play in all kinds of ways. And I was play as as excuse me, and as I was playing it over the weeks and months, I found the game had a lot of financial lessons in it, a lot of uh, you know, real world lessons that we could take away from it. Uh, especially, you know, certain parts of the game that are highlighted in this episode. So today, let's have a fun little little episode talking about the real world lessons from Genshin Impact. Welcome to Cash Cow, the show where we talk about finance, accounting, investments, and many more. Join us as we walk through the big world of finance, one step at a time. Alright, let's get right into it. So first and foremost, I want to apologize actually. I want to apologize to people who say that they hate video games and they never want to hear of video games or talk about it. Uh, this episode is probably not going to be the best for you. I also want to apologize to people who have not heard of Genshin Impact and have no intention of ever playing it. I will not try. I will not go too much into the game story or the game's lore. Um, this is going to be a very surface level. It's not going to be a video game podcast for just one episode. It's going to be a very surface level, very experimental thing where we are taking uh, certain lessons and integrating into real world lessons uh, based on the game. Okay, so there's not going to be too much uh, in, of the story. And as such, people who are playing the game need not worry about spoilers. There are not going to be any, um, uh, what do you say, huge spoilers in terms of story. Um, and anyone who's played the game for even a day would probably know this, uh, whatever I'm going to speak about in the episode. Alright, so that's the disclaimers out of the way. Let's get right into it. So the number one real-world lesson taken from Genshin Impact is surround yourself with great people. Now, one of the main draws of Genshin Impact is something called the gacha system and the collection of variety of characters that you have in store. Now, for those of you who don't know, a gacha is a toy machine that was made popular in Japan and it's all around the world today. Uh, it's this machine where you put money into and then you twist the handle and a plastic egg usually comes out and inside of which is a toy. Now, it's the same thing. Um, so this gacha machine that was very popular in the 90s and uh, so on, and even today, you can see in a lot of shopping malls, 
um, it's the same thing that the same concept of the gacha machine but applied digitally so a lot of video games do this in which uh, you either spend a form of in-game currency or real world currency in order f- to try your luck for in-game items or in-game characters now in Genshin Impact which is free to play by the way you can download it like uh, on your phone uh, through your app store but the gacha system usually rewards you more if you put money into it because of the uh, you can do it more frequently anyway so there are a lot of characters to col- collect in uh, Genshin Impact and each has their have their own strengths their own weaknesses their own unique abilities like i mentioned the elemental abilities so there's fire water and all this and i think the real world lesson that we can take away from that is to apply the same thing in life and business so when we surround ourselves with a variety of people we cannot only leverage on their strengths but we can combat our weaknesses making our collective efforts a lot stronger now plus as any genshin impact player would know if you have trouble beating it beating a boss the best thing to do is to level up and if you still can't beat it you got to come back on multiplayer mode so multiplayer is not only um not only makes the game a little bit more easier if it's too difficult it's a lot more fun so the same thing can be said for real life now that's number 1 number 2 it's better to cook your own food now in the game collecting ingredients enables you to cook your own food and besides bestowing a variety of benefits restoring health and giving great status boost cooking your own food is generally cheaper than buying it from the variety of restaurants in the game now the more you cook the more your proficiency is boosted and cooking becomes easier now in my country malaysia cooking isn't always the cheaper option uh, due to a variety of options we have at our disposal very cheap options outside um uh, eating out is very cheap in malaysia uh, as compared to overseas i've been overseas and i'm sure most of us that have been overseas can attest to this that eating out in malaysia is not a fancy affair at all especially if you go for simple food like the mama shop or you know a simple restaurant it's not expensive at all as compared to when you go overseas it's a bit of an affair when you go out um now cooking is certainly healthier though in our country and it's a life skill this concept can be applied to other things such as making your own coffees instead of buying expensive boutique coffees or learning to mend your own buttons rather than taking it to a tailor we not only gain valuable experience by living the diy life but we also save money and learn exceptional skills that could perhaps be monetized someday when we get good enough good enough at it for example if you learn how to brew your own coffee from scratch you learn the art of coffee appreciation picking the right beans and such i mean who knows you might even be inspired to open up your own cafe now if you watch graham stephen videos uh graham stephen sorry uh videos on youtube uh like i do you will know he's a big advocate of making his own coffee you know he rallies behind these 20 cent coffees and how much money he saves from that apparently it saves him so much money and i believe that um because i myself i don't generally buy a uh, gourmet coffees i try to make my own uh have a drink at home and uh, you know use the office coffee machine stuff like that and it's because it's not only uh, because i can customize to how exactly i want it but you know it's something that i find that i appreciate the the process more that's for me personally now <clears throat> in if you apply the same concept to investing and finance um <clears throat> instead of going to invest in an actively managed fund like a mutual fund which yes admittedly it saves you a lot of time a lot of energy if you pick stocks yourself if you learn the art the art of investing 
the art of reading financial statements and how to choose the right company to invest in, how to look at fundamentals, how to look at the technical analysis of a stock and you do it yourself or even if you learn how to buy ETFs which is a great replacement for a mutual fund because it's a basket of stocks as well. Now that gives you an ability. Now if you want to read something about comparison um, like for example like if you're comparing two different stocks and you understand how to compare those two then that's also something that you learn and you master now if you want to understand more about the difference between etfs and mutual funds by the way there's a great book called unshakable uh, your financial freedom playbook by tony robbins now that's a great book just a little sidetrack here if you want to know more about the comparison between index funds etfs and mutual funds and why tony robbins is a huge advocate of uh, index funds over mutual funds now anyway for me personally i don't think mutual funds are all that bad because there's a reason they charge you management fees it's so that you don't have to worry about the nitty-gritty of your investments you have your own consultant there your own uh, uh, financial advisor to guide you through the motions take care of your investments while you're not around you're overseas and stuff like that uh, when you miss market movements and all that person is there for you to guide you through all this and um, you know you have that sol- solidarity with you which is i feel something that's worth paying for if you're not interested in all this learning it yourself and all this or you just want to put some money there and forget about it um mutual funds is a great way to do that because it's actively managed by someone else and they can send you periodical updates as and when necessary and stuff like that now do check out this book by tony robbins if you're considering uh the, the you know taking a mutual fund versus an etf or buying your own stocks because trust me hearing it from tony robbins is obviously a million times better than hearing it from me um anyway by having the diy approach to investing like i mentioned and reading financial statements once you get good enough you not only save huge amounts of money in management fees from actively managed funds and stuff like that but you gain lifelong skills that you can teach other people so that's wins all around which brings me to my next point point number three nearly everything has intrinsic value so in genshin impact Genshin Impact you'll find that everything whether it's items dropped by enemies or berries going on a bush or even a pine cone has some sort of use and because of this very often Genshin Impact players become massive hoarders picking up stuff everywhere random stuff everywhere they go now in the real world of course not everything has intrinsic value unless you somehow find an ingot of gold somewhere and obviously I'm not advocating becoming a hoarder but the lesson that I took away from this uh, little thing that i observed in catching impact is that most things have an audience now just like how berries that you collect early in the game can be used to cook and something called dandelion seeds can be used for other kinds of missions in the game your weirdest most niche passion will always almost always have value to someone else and therefore an audience now did you know there are people who collect coke cans and water bottle labels and are sometimes willing to pay cold hard cash for them and did you know that one of if not i think the highest paid youtuber in the world is a 9 year old boy named Ryan Kaji who posts uh, videos of him just unboxing and reviewing toys and games now his channel Ryan's World has 28.1 million subscribers at this point in time as this as the time of this recording now if you told me this many years ago i never would have believed you like someone who just opens toys and reviews it as a child that seems nonsensical it seems like something that we do every christmas or every birthday why would we watch someone do it but lo and behold 28.1 million subscribers speaks for itself 
Now, if you ever feel like your idea is boring or your content is of interest to no one, just try putting yourself out there. If it's interest to you, likelihood is it'll be of interest to someone else, even if you don't realize it at the time. Remember, the dots always make sense looking back, as Steve Jobs did, not looking forward. Now, you never know who might share the same interest as you and you put yourself out there. So you have something that you really believe in, then it has intrinsic value to you and hopefully enough people to generate extrinsic value as well. Now, here's a nice quote from Gary Vaynerchuk, aka Gary V. You might have heard of him on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and he's that huge uh, social media guy, uh, CEO of VaynerMedia. His book, Crushing It, says this, Being unafraid of making mistakes makes everything easy for me. Not worrying about what other people think frees you to do things, and doing things allows you to win or learn from your loss, which means you win either way. Hear me now, you are better off being wrong 10 times and being right 3 times than if you are only than if you try only 3 times and always get it right. So don't be afraid to try, no matter what your niche is. That's a great quote. And personally, I relate to it a lot. Um, I don't have any weird niches, uh, to be honest, or something that is really unique. But I believe very strongly in the art of putting yourself out there, as I'm actually doing right now. Uh, and yeah, it, it definitely will have an audience, you know. Uh, of course, Cash Cow is not such a big channel that uh, have, you know, thousands of subscribers. But we have a certain number of people who listen to us. And um, yeah, it's great. It, it's, um, it's motivational and uh, it's a nice thing to see. And it is inspirational to yourself as well. So just try it, you know. You never know. You might have uh, a weird interest that someone else is interested in. Now, that goes to my fourth point. Number four, diversify, but not too much. Now, one way of enjoying the Genshin Impact game is to, you know, have a variety of characters, explore the wide open world, do all the side missions you probably can. But if you diversify too much, if you do too many uh, funny things, you can lose track of the main story and then you can get left behind from all your other friends who are playing the game and you lose track of the main story and how interesting it is. Now, this is a true reflection of real life. We truly need to sow our wild oats, as the expression says, but not only investments and finance, but also in life experiences in order to gain a more fuller experience from our time on Earth. Now, Warren Buffett once said, why diversification is only required when investors do not understand what they are doing. Now, we'll get into that. But let me go to another quote by American investor, mutual fund manager and philanthropist Peter Lynch. If you don't know, he was famous for being the manager of the Magellan Fund, bringing it was then a 20 million fund he brought it to a 14 billion dollar fund during his tenure he also said know what you own and know why you own it so according to something called modern portfolio theory this is a theory on how risk averse investors can build portfolios to maximize returns in relation to risk according to this theory you can come very close to achieving optimal diversity after adding about the 20th stock to your portfolio that's 20 now the study did not suggest that buying any 20, 20 stocks equates to optimum diversification. The theory said you still need to buy stocks that are different from each other, whether it's by company size, industry, sector, economy, country, whatever it is, it has to be different. So you can't just buy 20 random stocks and say I've diversified. You need to pick and choose those 20 very well. So in, in, a, in a summary, diversification, diversification is like ice cream. It's good, but only in moderation. That's what I bring back to the Warren Buffett quote, why diversification is only required when investors do not understand what they're doing. I think what he was trying to say is, uh, 
you should diversify but not too widely to the point where you don't know what you own just like uh, peter lynch's quote now diversification does not mean random it is a focused spread all the while knowing what you are diversified in that's the key for diversification not only in investing but in life as well now that's the fourth lesson from genshin impact now the fifth and the final one all right it's find yourself a paimon all right this is going to be the last one like i said uh paimon is a little character that you fish out from a lake at the very beginning of the game so there's no spoilers here uh you meet him right, you meet her right off the bat uh and it's described as the best travel companion ever it's a little creature that goes along with you on all your adventures right from the get go now even though she's definitely an acquired taste as many people describe her as being nothing more than emergency food <laughs> she definitely has her moments uh, i know people who describe her a voice as annoying and stuff like that no offense um to anyone who loves her but yeah that's what i hear from people and there she has her moments i can say moments where she points you in the right direction uh, offers helpful tips and even cracks a joke every now and then so just like in genshin impact having a paimon by your side will definitely make life's journey all that more enjoyable and give you that feeling that you can do it whether it's a mentor or a friend you can trust having someone by your side as you learn some new skills whether you're trying your hand at investing or just venturing venturing into the big world of finance will definitely mean the world like legendary actor Denzel Washington once said show me a successful individual and i will show you someone who has real positive influences in his or her life i don't care what you do for a living if you do it well then i'm sure there was someone cheering you on or showing you the way a mentor so that is the fifth and final real world lesson that i took from genshin impact is find yourself a paimon find yourself a mentor or someone to go along with you on the journey make it a little bit more fun make it a little bit more value for your time now just to recap number 1 was surround yourself with great people number 2 it's better to cook your own food you can level up your skills that that way number 3 was nearly everything has intrinsic value look for your audience and look for your niche number 4 was diversify but not too much and number 5 find yourself a paimon so that's it for real world lessons from genshin impact episode i hope this little uh, diversion to something different for the week worked for most of you and you didn't find it too boring or weird um but as usual let me know what you think um once again you know do drop your thoughts on any comments you have and until next time i thank you for your time may your assets ever outweigh your liabilities and until next week this was cash cow next week we'll be back to our accounting and finance more focused topics uh and wishing you all a good night thank you for your time